DW Africa Link COVID-19 has put immense pressure on the most vulnerable members of society. This includes women, children and poor families. And when desperation and frustrations rise, people get hurt. And in countries already beset with a scourge of gender-based violence, COVID-19 lockdowns can lead to some truly frightening situations. This is a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. I'm Kai Nebe. To have a quick recap of the biggest coronavirus stories coming from across the African continent, we have DW's Josie Mahachi in studio today. Josie? You know, Kai, when I look at Africa, the biggest story right now is coming out of South Africa. Um, South Africa has had uh, the highest cases in sub-Saharan Africa with over 100,000 cases. Wow. So that's actually some fairly bad news. Uh, but it's bad news, <laughs> yes. But then there is good news coming out of South Africa. South Africa is the first African country to have a vaccine trial. And uh, to me, that's going in the right direction. And also, there is a new hospital that has just been opened in uh, Port Elizabeth. Um, that's a field hospital with over three, with about 3,300 beds. So to me, that is a positive news coming out of Africa. So more on this vaccine, you know, where is it being tested? So I understand that there are some people that have already volunteered to go for this trial in Soweto. I know there are some people living with HIV that are supposed to go for that trial and also some people that are living uh, free from HIV. So in total, I think there's over a thousand people that will go for the trial. So yes, as much as it must be risky, but people have to do it and try it. And speaking of that field hospital in Port Elizabeth, I mean, there's a hospital now that is 3,300 beds. And how quickly was that brought about? It must have happened really in a short space of time. Well, looking at South Africa as the uh, biggest economy in Africa, I think it as much as it could have been difficult, but uh, it's a good thing that they managed to do this. So it is positive news coming out of South Africa because they have been the hardest hit um, in terms of coronavirus in Africa. Josie Mahachi, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, Kai, for having me. Staying in South Africa, there has been some very saddening news. A spike in women abuse cases since the country eased its COVID-19 lockdown on the 1st of May. It's left authorities angry and looking for answers. Several women have been murdered by their partners. But as Tuso Komalo reports from Johannesburg, women's rights activists flagged a frightening trend of women abuse during the lockdown already. Please be warned that the following accounts might be upsetting for some listeners. An eight-month pregnant woman stabbed to death and her body hung on a tree. Another killed, choked and her body parts stuffed in a bag. These are just a few of despicable acts of violence against women witnessed in South Africa when the country recently eased its lockdown regulations. But horrific as these post-lockdown acts are, Women rights groups and experts say women actually suffered even more during the total lockdown that started on the 26th of March. Victress Matutu is a gender activist and chairperson of the Zim Imbogodo, an organization advocating for the protection of women's rights. Lockdowns were obviously good for flattening the curve when it came to COVID-19, but they were definitely the big cause of violence and killings are happening these days. What are we seeing now, I think, is the end results of the lockdowns. 
Leslie N. Foster, executive director at Masimanyane Women's Support Center, explains why. Now you have frustrations building up within those spaces because women cannot just quickly get out of a home and walk to a place of safety, walk to a police station, go to a clinic or a hospital for help. By mid-April, the police had already received over 2,000 cases of domestic violence. This prompted the government to launch a national gender-based violence command center, Mike Bolus, specialist investigator at Specialized Security Services, says during the lockdown, they received numerous calls from women asking to be rescued from their partners. He says the craving for cigarettes and beers, which were banned, also contributed to the violence. People aren't used to being locked down. And especially there's a lot of liquor issues, uh, cigarette issues, which makes the people even more on edge. Mwiselo Porter, a commissioner at the Commission of Gender Equality, says the lockdown only provided a conducive environment for boiling emotions and tempers to best. You are dealing with emotions that have always been suppressed. So you never have an opportunity to, to engage meaningfully, substantively. Now, for the first time, all of us, you are forced by the lockdown to lock horns. President Cyril Ramaphosa has described the current violence against women as a second pandemic terrorizing women and has vowed to do all he can to stamp it out. Tuso Kamalo bringing us those voices from South Africa. COVID-19 is not only putting the lives of women in physical jeopardy in Southern Africa. In Malawi, it's fundamentally changing the course of young women's futures. Child rights activists in the country are expressing concern over a surge in sex trafficking, exploitation and child marriages. Marrying under the age of 18 is illegal in Malawi, but still common. After schools closed due to COVID-19, remote areas have reported a rise in such cases. Chimwemwe Padata traveled to a village where child marriages are rife. This is Kajitsa village in the area of traditional Solidigambwiri in Salima. It's a lecture district in the central part of Malawi. Just a stone's throw away from me, a bunch of kids playing around an old boho. From their playground songs, I hear that fears around the COVID-19 pandemic have bored their way into everyday life. <laughs> but I also learned from them that some of their playmates have been married off recently. The young stars tell me Many young girls and boys have no hope that schools will reopen anytime soon. This drove 18-year-old Malida Banda to marry her boyfriend because she felt she had little choice. The closure of schools forced me into marriage as we do not have anything to do at home. Many of us have ended up indulging in immoral behaviours during this period. I was impregnated by my classmate and got married. Even though Marita is 18 years old, she has not completed primary school. Since schools closed, seven of my classmates from my village have married. In some cases, 
parents and guardians have resorted to marrying off girls to reduce financial pressure on their own households. Many families have been pushed to the brink after losing their income due to COVID-19 restrictions. Memory Danifolo has a 16-year-old daughter who has been married into her husband's family. In Malawi, a dore or robola is normally paid to the bride's family. We have been greatly affected by the school closures and it has impacted our families. It is sad we cannot earn enough to keep our households together. We are in deep financial trouble. Remote areas like Kajitsa have seen a surge in cases of sexual exploitation and trafficking. The COVID-19 pandemic and related restrictions have pushed many families into making tough financial choices. Children no longer in school are now selling merchandise on the streets where they become vulnerable. Village elders from Kajitsa Wale school closures are defeating efforts to end child marriages. Meanwhile, Kalibungomo from the NGO People Saving Girls at Risk fears for the long-term future of Malawian children. As come to think of high cases of child marriage, with many one of the highest in sub-Saharan Africa, and so the coming of the COVID-19 has just exacerbated the already fragile situation, and so the impacts of 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 the COVID-19 on children are going to be. Uh, long-lasting. The proliferation of child marriages, sexual exploitation, and trafficking in Malawi are silencing the voices of children during the COVID-19 crisis. And when schools eventually do reopen, there are fears girls will have lost interest in returning to school. Time and again, COVID-19 lockdowns have made already bad situations even worse. And while intended to stop the spread of the virus, lockdowns have actually run a magnifying glass over deep-rooted societal problems, and they haven't gotten any better. This was a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. From myself, Kai Nebe, and producer Asumta Latos, please stay safe, and until next time.